Matheson is our theme on Soul Talks today. We're so glad you've joined us. We're Bill and Christy Galtier, the founders of Soul Shepherding. We teach you to thrive with Jesus in life and leadership. One way we do this is through the practice of Lexio Divina, in which we read scripture prayerfully, listening to God through the text and how it touches our emotions in life. Jesus says, blessed are those who hear God's word and guard it with their lives. It's Luke 11:28 in the message. And that's just what we do in Lectio Divina, whether for personal devotions or leading others in a small group. If you and your friends want to experience this encouraging and prayerful approach to Bible reading, go to the store on soulshepherding.org and download a copy of our popular Lectio Divina guides. Well, welcome, friends. If you were here, you might feel like I do, like a kid watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Because as we were, as I was uh, all ready to record this podcast with you, all of a sudden you changed your shoes and put on your your tennies like Mr. Rogers and, and tied them up. <laughs> I wanted more comfortable shoes, relaxed shoes. Yeah, we'd be <laughs> comfy here for Soul Talks. That's great. Well, listeners, if you're in uncomfortable shoes, we invite you put on some comfy shoes and join us to relax into this Soul Talk. Let's hang out together. Yeah. And we love that you're joining us. We love to hear from you. We received this encouraging email from one of our institute participants and soul shepherds and uh, associates said, just to let you know, we've been leveraging so much of the material on soul shepherding for the retreat we just led in St. Thomas and in our family group we lead. We used your Lexio on Peter's denial to invite the, NTs to pon- the attendees of the retreat to ponder after they experienced what their idea of Jesus's expression was when Peter denied him. As we've been sharing the resources, all of our members have expressed interest in taking it deeper in their relationship with God and in their soul-friend relationships. In fact, our community group leaders heard about the material we're using from Soul Shepherding and asked us to make it available to the family groups in our community. Several years ago, I said I wanted to change the face of Christianity in my denomination. I had no idea how God would do that. I was only expressing my deep longing for change, personal and structural. I see now how God was leading my wife and me, first to emotional and spiritual healing, then to Dallas Willard, and now to soul shepherding. Dallas says, the great thing about books and writings is that even when you're not working, they are. (laughs) I would love that. Uh, Jim and Lindsay Long, thanks for following Jesus with us. So glad that the Lexio Divina Guides resource has been helpful to you and people in your church. Awesome. Yeah, now it's new and approved. Yes, we have improved the resource. The, uh, the It's full of over 71-page handouts, and they've been graphically designed now with our, our logo and colors, and there's more white space on the page. It's a little, little simpler, very uh, Way more engaging. restful. Yeah. Way more yeah. restful. Yeah. And that's our topic today. Yeah. We're talking about... We continue the series on listen. We are talking about resting in the word of encouragement. And you know, if I looked at your life, I wouldn't say that you are um, someone who, like, on the external, looks like you just live this restful life where you don't get any work done. <laughs> that's that's not what we're talking about. You're trying to say that I'm type A. <laughs> you are You're trying yes. to say that I work a lot. <laughs> you do work a lot, but you're you've learned to rest in Jesus and not depend upon your own efforts. And Lexio has been a part of your learning in that. Lexio has been fundamental because it's a way of going to the Word of God and uh, going deeper in it. 
And I especially need this way of meditating on the scripture because my natural way is to be very studious and analytical in the text, which is important to do also. I'm, I'm a thinker and a teacher, but to enter into the passage in a relational way where I experience God and Jesus, the Holy Spirit, moving into my space and inviting me into their space, into community, into relationship, into feeling, into experience. I really need that, and Lexio does that. So you and I are just coming off of a Sabbath. Yesterday was Sabbath. Thank God. We stayed in the Sabbath mode leading into this podcast. This is our normal routine. We've been very uh, careful to plan out our, our week this way so that our, our most important ministry, and ter- which is this podcast, at least in terms of its reach, reaching out to uh, many of you who are listening and your, your friends in a personal way. So we want that to come out of Sabbath rest so that our, our, our work and our ministry is in the easy yoke of Jesus. So you might think that Sabbath day is just easy and happy for me or for anyone that really is practicing it, but that's, that's not the case. What was hard for you about Sabbath? Well, you know, it's a day that I'm resting more, sleeping more, not working, and so I'm feeling my emotions more, and I'm more open to temptations, and particularly the temptation to discouragement. And so I don't remember how exactly it happened, but I just was feeling discouraged, like maybe our numbers were down in some areas. Uh, you know, and you who are church pastors uh, or church leaders, you know <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about. You know, you're measuring all kinds of things, attendance, the offerings, how people are responding to messages and different indicators of discipleship and really whatever our work is, or even in family life, we're, we're measuring things. And so some numbers were down. And, you know, is it just the summer? Is it uh, a new software system on our, uh, that's counting, counting things differently that we, that we got transitioned over? You know, what is it? Uh, so, yeah, those numbers were discouraging me. I was feeling pressure around the uh, weight of leadership and having a, a staff, which is such a blessing now to have. And again, those of you who are in leadership, you, you know this experience when you have people that are working for you or even volunteering to help you. Uh, that's a great, a great thing to have a team, but then when you're the leader, you're responsible to help them be focused and to get work done and uh, to serve God well. And I don't feel like that's really my gift. And so I get weighed down with that. So you were feeling discouraged, like maybe you're not doing a good enough job? Is that what you were feeling? Or were you yeah. criticizing yourself or feeling under judgment? Yeah, yeah. I was feeling like I'm not being my best and uh, that I'm, I'm out of sync, perhaps, sort of with God's best grace and wisdom for me and through me and soul shepherding and mm-hmm. and that uh, I mean if I just kind of go into the full depth of the emotion uh, what I was sinking into was feeling inadequate and like I'm messing up and failing mm, that's painful it's really hard to feel like you're working so hard and discouraged like you're you're not making a difference it's not worth it like you're failing is that 
felt? Yeah, it's start losing losing touch with uh, the, the the people uh, you who are listening right now, uh, people that um, w- whether it's leading our institute and we're working with the community of men and women in ministry or different leaders that I meet with individually, different couples that we meet with. It's just easy to start losing touch with the the, the real people and, and the ways that God is really using us and we're, we're a part of that and and just to begin focusing on where we're not excelling as much as we could and not uh, succeeding maybe like some other ministry or some other group is. And I, I'm like embarrassed to hear myself say this because it's like, well, this isn't like what we we teach. It's not what we want to live into. And it's not like I'm always consumed with this, but it's, uh, yeah, that's where my feelings were going. Yeah. You were feeling discouraged. You were feeling frustrated. You were feeling maybe some anxiety about all of this. Yeah. Cause I, I carry the weight of responsibility and I want to be the best I can be, and mm. so it's a fine line between excellence and perfectionism, mm-hmm. between uh, s- striving to do your best with the Lord and for the Lord and getting caught in self-reliance. It sounds like you are maybe also feeling a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, a lot of... Um, uh, like a big hand pushing me on the back, you know, go here or do this, do, do, you know, push harder. <laughs> mm, that's that's hard because here you had disciplined yourself to practice your rhythm of Sabbath and to not do any work. And yet when you're feeling all of this pressure, it's it's hard not to just engage in work and try to do something to fix it. Well, yes, totally <laughs> right, Christy, because I, I I feel like I'm working in my mind now. And that's, that's the thing about mm-hmm. Sabbath. I mean, there's a reason mm-hmm. why the Pharisees of old had all these dozens of rules for the Sabbath. I think at the heart of that was a good intention to protect the day and keep it a day of rest and worship. And so, yeah, the temptation when I'm anxious like this is to, well, just do some work and, and accomplish something and, and get encouragement that way, you know? And and in, in years past, prior to... My renewal uh, about 15 years ago, prior to that, I didn't really keep a Sabbath. I mean, I wouldn't have thought of it. I wouldn't have said that back then because I, you know, I was going to church every day and was spending more time with family. But I, there was a lot of different ways of working and being productive and relying on myself that were crowding into my Sabbath day with all, a very significant forcefulness. Well, I really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing these temptations and these emotions of discouragement and temptation to judge yourself and the pressure that you were feeling because I think that Sabbath does stir up this stuff and and we avoid it because it's so hard and it doesn't feel good. And yet I appreciate that you are sharing it with me and letting me empathize with you and pray for you and that you are resisting the temptation to try to um, turn to work and depend upon yourself to try to get distracted from these feelings. Well, I am resisting it. In 15 years now, I've been training in Sabbath, and so I have a lot of uh, thinking and intentionality and habits around keeping a Sabbath. And as I said at the outset, we're planning our whole week around the Sabbath day, whole rhythm of life for personal disciplines and growth and soul care starts with the Sabbath day. And yet 
just acknowledging here that it's not easy for me. I, I, I am type A. I am a worker, an achiever, and there is a, a workaholic in my history and still uh, lingering in the shadows of my personality. And so e- even yesterday, I have to confess that I, I found myself working when I didn't even intend to. <laughs> not <laughs> just that? Not just mentally here in my thoughts. Well, I, I was up in the den. Uh, so we have a our the, the hub of soul shepherding is in our home, which is a particular challenge, as you can imagine. And some of you are in that position, I imagine. Even some of you, maybe if you're a pastor in a church, you, you might have a home office where you do some of your work. And that's sort of our situation, because we do have a physical office where we meet with people. But so I, I just sort of, without intending to, I was looking at a table that has this big diagram of our our soul shepherding ministry and our whole flow of activities that we've been having some big meetings around. It's it's been drawn up real nice by our assistant Gina, and it's color coded and looks great. And and I, for some reason, I was looking at that, and then I was I started making some little uh, modifications. And uh, before I knew it, it, ten or fifteen minutes had passed, and I, I guess I was working. And it's like. <laughs> How'd, how'd you get out of that? Well, it wasn't like it was super stressful to me, but I just realized, well, this isn't, uh, this is the Sabbath. What, what am I doing? <laughs> and so I, I pulled out of it, but I'm just sharing that because, uh, well, we, we were having this conversation because part of my Sabbath day is, is soul talk. And, and part of that is a certain openness and you could say accountability, but it's accountability to receive empathy and mercy, uh, not that hand pushing me in the back to try harder or, or toe the line. Uh, so your accountability is very gentle and shepherding. So, but I was confessing this mm-hmm. to you because it, it, I, I need to have that sort of like in the light and, and it illustrates the point that uh, the power of habits and for you who are listening, who are working types or perfectionistic types or, or achievers, you know what I'm talking about. And we especially need the Sabbath day because a, a, a little bit of work becomes a lot of work. We, and so guarding that to really stop that work for a day is a, an important recalibration, important reattunement with God's presence and God's grace. And the, the Lord is at work. As Jesus said, you know, my father is always working and because God knows how to work in the, in the, the ease and the pleasure and the delight without it being a strain. Well, and you've been learning that from the Lord. And that's one of the things you did was that you followed David's example in First Samuel. Uh, you put together a Lexio guide on this based on your own doing a Lexio. Help for discouraged leaders. First Samuel chapter 30. And you encourage yourself in the Lord like yes. David does. And you left the den and you went and you you turned to scripture, you turned to encouraging yourself by reading about the Apostle Paul. Yes. Well, and before that, I went to uh, Philippians 4, which I've memorized, memorized most of the book of, of Philippians, and I took it out uh, into my exercise in the morning and was doing some meditations on uh, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Uh, let your gentleness be evident to all. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard or protect 
your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I, I meditated on that. Effectively, I did uh, Lectio Divina in the spirit of it. I didn't sit down in a systematic way and do it in this particular instance. And then I did some, some breath prayers from Scripture, where I was just breathing in and out the, the words of Scripture. Uh, enjoy Jesus, uh, be gentle to all. And breathing in, enjoy Jesus, breathing out, be gentle to all, including Bill. That's right. <laughs> the person I have the most That's difficulty right. being gentle with. Yeah. Is and he? when you're gentle with you, then you're gentle with me and others. That's true, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I might be gentle with you when I'm not gentle with me, but that's harder to sustain that because mm-hmm. it's, you need to be in the overflow, mm-hmm. like you're saying. Yeah. Well, I, I did benefit from you encouraging yourself in the Lord by meditating on Scripture in that way. And then also by sharing with me your your emotions, the desolation and the consolation, and letting me give you some empathy and be in that with you and to pray for you. Well, that was so helpful to me. And, you know, just the Lord and His wonderful presence with us, He gave us the gift of the Sabbath day. You know, we went to church together and a wonderful message, and it was based out of Ephesians 4. pastor went through the whole chapter of Scripture, which I love, and so we went back into Ephesians 4 and reread that during the day, and we had a, a real nice lunch together in a restaurant that was relaxing, and we went to the beach and napped and listened to the waves and, and read, and that's where I was reading uh, this biography on the Apostle Paul and just taking heart from him and how he lived, and so, yeah, it was a very refreshing, renewing, encouraging day. And yet then you went to sleep and you had a dream that kind of woke you up with some discouragement again. Well, that's one, one of our disciplines is to pay attention to our dreams because it's just another way that the Lord helps us to stay honest because typically in our dreams that we have at night, different points of stress or hurt or conflict confusions going on in our life will will surface often in a sort of a a weird presentation of of the the imagery and symbols and story, but the underlying emotions are usually relate to current life circumstances. So yeah, unpacking my dream with you and and seeking uh, for you to listen to me and give me empathy and then praying together uh, is again part of the same rhythm that Practicing the Sabbath is a discipline of abstinence, like fasting or solitude and silence, these kinds of things. And having those disciplines in our rhythm of life is really important because they're, they're evocative, they're, they're purgative. They, they bring up emotion, need, longing, stress, pain that needs God's grace. That's one of the reasons why we have the question in the Lexio Guides about what you're feeling is to let, Mm -hmm. as you're sitting in silence with the Scripture, to let yourself get honest with the Lord about what what it is you're feeling. and Because only as we allow ourselves to feel that can we bring it to God for for healing and for Him to minister into that, speak into that. So as you were sharing the discouragement again that came out from the stream this morning with me again, I was able to, to be listening to you while praying for you and seeking the Lord's response to you. What, what what might the Lord be saying to you in your discouragement? Yeah, so Lexio Divina is just a perfect discipline for this integration of 
soul talk in community and solitude and silence where we're quiet before the Lord and using the Word of God to bring uh, a discipline of abstinence and engagement together to foster our intimacy with, with Jesus and the Father and with one another so that we can, can grow in Christ-likeness. So, Christy, when I was discouraged, you did a couple things for me that I just so appreciate, and I want all of our listeners to understand that because it's just really two great examples of the heart behind our Soul Talks podcast. First thing is that just like even on this podcast, you really gave me empathy. You really listened to what I was going through and the different examples of where I was struggling and you validated my emotions of discouragement and you didn't like just jump in and fix me with advice or reassurance, but you really went into that emotion with me and you were present to me, which so helpful, so uh, empowering and encouraging. And in, in order to be able to do that, I have to be able to receive empathy too. And so the fact that I can receive that from you enables me to give it to you and receive that from others. Yeah, empathy is a circle. It's got to be in Mm -hmm. to flow out of us. And Mm -hmm. so obviously the Lord is always giving us empathy, and then we need people in the body of Christ who are listening and validating too. too, that this is, is the importance that we need each other, that God sends us out in twos or more, how how important community is Mm -hmm. and serving Him together. Because we do get discouraged and we do need each other. When, in those times, we can be ambassadors of Christ. Yeah, and then the other thing you did was is you you offered some powerful encouragement and affirmation, and so you led us in some reminiscing and celebrating of specific examples. Uh, well, like the like the testimony that we shared at the very beginning of this soul talks from our friend Jim, and uh, ways that the Lord is using him in his ministry of uh, with his wife and leading a retreat and so forth and that we get to have a part in that with them and our, our partnership, serving the Lord together. And so it's stories like this are so important. And so like if you're in a church context as a pastor or leader, so so valuable when you circle up as a as a team and you celebrate what God is doing. You know, what, what God did this last Sunday and tell some stories. It's one of the ways we rejoice in the Lord. Yes. One of the ways we practiced what you were meditating on was to rejoice and to look for what, what has God been doing through soul shepherding and rejoice in that. And that encouraged us. Again. David strengthened himself in the Lord. And this is a practical way to do that is to remember the, the victories, remember the manifestations of the Lord to us and through us with specific people and experiences and events where there was some sense of God's presence and some fruit there. It's one of the other things that's nice about in community is that I think you're better at strengthening yourself in the Lord through Scripture, and I'm better at strengthening myself or ourselves in the Lord through through prayer mm-hmm. or maybe praise or, or those kind of things. But when you're strengthening yourself through Scripture, it reminds me, oh, I can do that too. And then it gives me a hunger for that and a vision for that, and I get to benefit from that. And when I'm strengthening myself by rejoicing in the Lord or remembering the good things He's done or prayer, I get to invite you into that. Yeah, and I think the important thing is that we've learned how to do that because in the early years of our marriage, sometimes when I tried to 
help you be strengthened in the Lord through scripture, it was, I was sort of giving you advice or getting on a soapbox. <laughs> and so that didn't feel uh, encouraging to you no. or affirming. Yeah. And on the other side, you know, if you were to say to me, well, Bill, you know, you need to pray more, you know, I just would feel right. judged. But yeah. instead this morning, we, before this podcast, we were stayed in our Sabbath rhythm first thing in the morning and we had a soul talk. And, and during part of that, we took a walk around the lake here and we prayed together and you led most of that time of prayer. And so I just joined in that with you, your gift of mercy and intercession I got to benefit from that by agreeing with you in prayer as we prayed for family members and specific situations in our ministry and this kind of thing. And so it's a way that we can share our gifts with each other. And so one more thing I want to mention before we close here, just with uh, thanks to you, Christy, and your wisdom, the gentle wisdom that, that God has given you and that you've grown in, is, and I just want you listeners to understand this, that when uh, Christy led us in a time of celebrating and was affirming me for some ways that God has been using me, you you did that on the heels of all that empathy. Mm. And that's that's a really important thing because some of you listening, you have the gift of encouragement and affirmation mm-hmm. and you know how to bless people with words and it's, that's such a wonderful gift. But you might not pair it with empathy as much as you could and... When affirmation is secondary to empathy, it is empowered by a factor of three or ten. Because if 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 I receive from you words of that are, are encouraging me and, and praising me for something good that I've done or how God has used me, but I don't first kind of get to get out the the discouragement I'm feeling and the stress that I'm in and the pressure that I feel, if I can't verbalize that. And then have you listen to it and validate it and be patient and have a tender heart towards me and help me put words to that and put energy into that. Then your words of, of affirmation and celebrating of all the good that, that God is doing in us, it kind of gets put on top of my discouragement and kind of like just packs it down right, there. Right. That's right. Yes. And so it might it might feel good if I could just sort of like go into denial and shut down the the distress I'm in. But it's like way more robust and impactful in the way that you did it, in that you, you listened to me and validated. And then we went into the time of celebration. And so, wow, I was just like flying into ex- exuberance. Like, this, mm-hmm. yes, this is right. This is good. The Lord is using us. And yeah, we need to, to keep celebrating and get back to the, the, the real life stories of people that are following Jesus with us. Yeah, it's so important. We we do need to feel our feelings and receive empathy and receive God's empathy for us, meeting us in the pain, in the in the pit, in the hard parts, and then lifting us out with His truth, with His love, with His grace. Yeah. yeah. So powerful balance here between empathy and affirmation that is the ministry of the Lord to encourage us, mm-hmm. or said in the way of, of Samuel, we're strengthening ourselves in the Lord, mm-hmm. and because we have to, to take some initiative there, we have to participate in that. God doesn't do it all for us. The Lord is encouraging us all the time, and he, He's the true initiator and source of power and grace there, but we do need to make a choice to, to adjust our attitude, to adjust our, our, our focus of attention, and to open our hearts to the Lord through the scriptures, and through people. So friends, we do hope that you will be encouraged in the Lord, that you'll take advantage of these these tools, these resources God's given us that we are offering 
uh, soulshepherding.org, and you'll you'll enter in with a soul friend. And so uh, this week's blog is Joining Jesus' Sabbath Day. I hope that you're on our blog list and get that email, and that links into one of our Lectio Divina guides on the Sabbath day of Jesus in Mark chapter 4. It's just a wonderful meditation, and trust that that will help you to strengthen yourself in the Lord and to learn more about the keeping of Sabbath, as we've talked about here today. And it is, as we've illustrated, there is something about this that is is a training, and it can feel hard, especially if you're type A or a, a worker, achiever, or perfectionist like me. But the fruit of it is an easier life. And so it's the whole principle of the easy yoke. Yeah, getting into a yoke can feel difficult. Uh, it's a discipline. It's a training. And it's not like natural for us. But once we get in, it's an easier way of life. It's a Sabbath yoke. Lord, we just are so thankful to you for the gift of Sabbath rest, your words of wisdom to us in Hebrews 4, that we are wise to make every effort, even to work hard at resting, resting in your grace, in your loving presence, in your words to us, your words of encouragement. And so I just thank you for the gift that a Sabbath day is, to, to be with friends and church and to worship you together, to be in community, to be in places of beauty, to maybe take a nap, to meditate on scripture, to be with family, and to just get ourselves reoriented and recalibrated. Lord, all of us, we want to learn more about how to enjoy your presence, your wisdom, your grace, your power, and to do our work, whether that's in an office or a church or at home, whatever the context, uh, as a professional as a spiritual director, leading uh, uh, conversations with people, Lord, and however it is that we are working and serving you, we want to do that in the easy yoke of Jesus. We want to do that in this uh, Sabbath rhythm. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We appreciate hearing about your experience with Soul Talks. Please share your comments and ratings on your podcast player, or you can share on Soul Shepherding's Facebook YouTube, or website. Most of all, we love to follow Jesus Christ with you. One way we can do that is through our Lexio Divina Guides resource, which features over 70 scripture meditations, each on one page. It's easy to print out for personal devotions, small groups, or sharing with a friend. We guide you and your friends step-by-step in how to listen to God's voice in scripture and apply it to your life and relationships. You can download Lexio Divina Guides from our store, on soulshepherding.org.